Hey, welcome back. Thanks for uh, joining us. Big shout out today to Kelowna location and uh, service live in person, Sunday live in the Grand Ten Theater. Glad to have you there today joining us. And uh, I hope that you've been able to worship together. And our prayer is that we uh, continue to increase and you continue to increase today. So awesome. Welcome. And, uh, and all of you watching at home or at the lake or anywhere else, so glad you're here. And, uh, and glad, uh, glad that you're joining us today uh, to worship together. Because our desire is to worship. You know, it's not, you know, I was thinking about it uh, a while ago. And, and you know, it's the, the power of the church is not in their gathering. It's in their unity. And the church's unity, because it's always what God talks about in Scripture, or what, uh, what the writers of Scripture talk about, is that it's, uh, it's the point of unity that moves things with God. And so when we gather together, whether that's online, we gather in unity that that's so, so vitally important. Hey, I, I want to talk to you today as we start into the fall season, as we start September long weekend. I, I want to talk to you about priorities. Today I want to talk about priorities for a little bit. Uh, it's so easy to lose track of priorities, and when we lose track of priorities, our world gets a bit chaotic, and uh, we're not always certain which side is up and which side is down, and we get a little, not a little, we get a lot frustrated. In fact, I, I, I think that uh, right now in our world, and as I look around, as I talk to people, worry, anxiety, stress, you know, what's going to happen, what's going to happen, what's going to happen, all of those kinds of things, anxieties that didn't exist before in your life are there now. And uh, worry and stress, things that never even crossed your mind are, are there now, that were never there like before. In fact, if you're a human, you don't just have to be a, uh, an adult, you don't have to be a North American. If you're just a human today, you're dealing with anxiety, you're dealing with worry, you're dealing with a lot of uncertainty. I'm so grateful that the Bible has a lot to say about it. I'm so grateful that ahead of time, God prepared and uh, sent us some information, some useful, helpful stuff that would really help us to get over and to deal with anxieties and worries and how to, how to cope with that and how to handle that. Because the anxiety, the emotional distress, the, you know, even as we go into this fall season where I know as parents, uh, many of you are having to make choices about whether to send your kids back to school or homeschool them or kind of what you're going to do, how you're uh, going to be in a situation where you feel safe. Others that have been working remotely, now you're having to go back into the office or maybe some things have changed. And, and all of that stuff is happening. And even as a church, as we think about how we uh, gather again when we've been online for quite a while, how do we do that and, and all the anxiousness and anxiety and, and being together that that brings along. But I want to take you to uh, some really good advice. It's not just advice. It's, this is advice to live on. This is a, advice to to live not just a great life now, but a great life forever. And uh, in Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 6, there's three verses I just want to uh, bring to you today, and, and we want to talk about it. Jesus is talking to his disciples. He's talking about anxiety. He's talking about worries, talking about the stress that they face, and he says to them, so don't worry about these things. But you've been worrying about these things. Uh, he says, don't worry about these things. And he puts it in their context saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? Who will, you know, let's add on to that. Who will we hang out with? Who will be there? What will we do? 
uh, you know, what's the next step? We're just, it's so much anxiety. Will my investments will go up? Will they go down? All of those kinds of things. And, and then Jesus says in verse 32, he says, these are the things that dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. Now, I, I, I really want to just kind of qualify that because I don't think it's just unbelievers that these things uh, dominate. I think even if you're, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, just these are the things that dominate human thoughts. But then go, Jesus goes on to say, but, come on, everybody say, but, but your heavenly Father already knows your needs. Your heavenly Father already knows your needs. He's got it taken care of, even in advance, he knew. So here's the instructions then that Jesus gives us. This is the context. Everybody worries. You worry about all this kind of stuff. There's stress, there's anxiety, there's worry. That's what we do. It consumes our minds, it dominates our thoughts. But our Heavenly Father already knows. He's got your needs under control. He's thinking about it. So these are the things that we do. And there's three things in this verse that I want to just kind of uh, remind you today that these three things are things we need to do, we should do, that if we apply these three things, it'll help us uh, overcome those thoughts that dominate our life and that we live, because we want to live a life not crippled by anxiety, especially in this time in the world. We don't want to live a life crippled by anxiety. We want to live a life full of faith because we're a church called to faith. We are people called to faith. We're called to be believers, not fearers. We're called to have great expectations, not fear of dread. And so as we look to the future, uh, we want to really take advantage of that. And we've just had a slight technical difficulty. Our, uh, our microphone or our, <laughs> our camera just went boom, uh, which is fun. And uh, so uh, there we go. I'm back. Uh, I'm back. I'm still all over the place. Uh, that's so much fun. Uh, so can, can, come back to me. Uh, come back to me. And so here's what, here's what Jesus says. This isn't Paul writing. This isn't uh, another apostle writing. This isn't one of the followers of Jesus. This isn't a prophet of God. This is Jesus saying this. Okay, so he says, these are the things you do so we don't live a life full of anxiety and dread. This is the thing, church, this is the things that we do right now in the season we're living in so that we don't live in fear, so that we don't live in anxiety, so that we don't live in stress, so that we don't live in worry, so that we don't live there, so that instead we live in faith, we live in an anticipation, we live in an expectation of God wants to do. So this is what we do. We seek first, or we seek, first of all, we seek the kingdom of God. And, uh, and, and above all else, so seek above all else. You're, you're getting a great, uh, I know this morning you're getting a great, uh, great uh, visual. <laughs> uh, we've, uh, we're just having a little, little difficulty, as you can see, with the, uh, with the uh, uh, camera this morning. So if it's all over the place, I, it's not me, it's not me, it's the camera. And, uh, or maybe the camera operator. The camera operators are doing a good job getting it solved. Uh, here we go. And uh, so it, it, here, the three things that Jesus says, he says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he'll give you everything you need. And he'll give you everything you need. So first thing is this. First thing is uh, if we want to live this life where, where we are proper priorities, where we're living relatively stress-free, where we're not living the anxiety of all this stuff, is we seek the kingdom of God above all else. 
Uh, title of my message today, if you're writing notes, I want you to write this down. The, the title of the message is Jesus First. Jesus First. If we don't get our priorities right, we're always going to be stressed. If we don't get our priorities right, we're always going to be anxious because we're focusing on the wrong things. Priorities about focusing on the right, thing, wrong, right things. So what, what, the, what, the, what Jesus is saying to us, seek the kingdom of God above all else. So uh, how many of you have ever called, uh, you've ever called customer service? You've called customer service, and customer service has had a, you know, they've had a, you've had a problem that, that you need customer service to solve. But the person you're talking to cannot solve the problem. They don't have the authority to solve the problem. Maybe you're calling you, you just need a refund on something. I had something from Amazon, it was supposed to be delivered yesterday. Well, as soon as I uh, it didn't show up. It was supposed to show up. I sent an email off to them and said, hey, customer service did it. Now, if they had not been able to resolve my problem, they had not been able to resolve my problem, I would have asked them to take it up a level. I'd have asked them to elevate the problem, to take the, the problem up to another level, to send it to somebody with more authority. And when we talk about seeking the kingdom of God, what we're doing, what really is happening is, is, is Jesus is telling us, hey, look, you're dealing with stuff on, a, on an earth natural level. We're worrying about stuff on an earth natural level. He says if, if you're going to seek the kingdom of God first, what it means is that we're going to elevate it up a level. We're going to send the issue, the thing I'm worrying about, we're going to send it up a level to somebody who knows, to somebody who has the authority, to somebody who is able to actually deal with the stuff because there's something going on in our world that, that we don't see. There's always something going on. It's not a conspiracy statement. There's always something going on in our world that we don't see. Long before COVID and long before there were the conspiracy theories about world elites trying to bring global domination and all the rest of that stuff, as a Christian and, and as a church, we understood that there is a spiritual element going on that we don't see. There's the natural, the things that we see, the things that we can do, but there's also the spiritual. There's things going on in the spiritual realm that we don't understand, that we don't necessarily directly access, but we know somebody who does. And so when we seek the kingdom of God, we, we take it up a level. We take, we take uh, the level of authority up higher. We look above and we, we think, we elevate the issue. Jesus said, this is really, really interesting to me. And when Jesus was being questioned by Pilate, and when he was being questioned uh, before he was crucified on the cross, he's in, this, he's in this room with all these people around, all of them uh, really critiquing him and Pilate's there and he's asking him questions and some of the priests are there and some of the his Jewish accusers are there and they're asking him questions and, and uh, Pilate says, hey, are you the king of the Jews? And he says this thing in John chapter 18, verse 36 that is, that is just so important that we keep in mind. He says this, he says, Jesus answered, my kingdom is not, everybody say not, it is not an earthly kingdom. If it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not of this world. So Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6, 31, or verse 33, he says, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God, or seek the kingdom of God above all else. So what we seek is we seek a kingdom that is bigger than what we see. We seek a kingdom that is bigger and is beyond what we see. And if we don't do that, we get stuck in the mess of what's in front of us. But there is a heaven. There is a spiritual world. There is things going on. And we know someone who is in there. And we 
elevate our problems. We elevate our anxiety. We elevate our, our worries to that level. We take them up a level. So we seek first the kingdom of God. So the first thing that Jesus, so this is the first step, is that we, we seek. Say, I, I think, you know, when you feel helpless, and I know a lot of times um, with the things going on in our world, we can feel helpless. And then we blame people. We blame government leaders. We blame church leaders. We blame our family. We blame our friends. We get together in gatherings, and we're blaming people for wearing a mask, blaming people for not wearing a mask. We're blaming people for all sorts of stuff because it feels outside of our control. But it's not. Seek first the kingdom of God. We seek the kingdom of God. Let's elevate it up a level. It's God's kingdom. It's not an earthly kingdom. It's God's kingdom, and God's in control. God's still on the throne. And when we do that, it's so, so important. So, so important. Seek, seek. First thing we do is seek. So Jesus first, let's seek the kingdom of God. Second thing, second thing is uh, uh, what Jesus says is throughout verse 33 again. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, 33. Seek the kingdom of God, all else, and live righteously. Live righteously. Okay, we seek the kingdom of God. That's our priority. We set that, and we elevate issues up there. But the second thing is, is how we live. We live the right way. We need to align our actions to the right standard. One of the things that I, I see going on that I think is a big problem right now is that we're aligning our actions to the wrong standards. We're aligning our actions to what everybody else does, to what everybody else is saying. What we need to be doing is aligning our actions, live righteously, live the right way. We align our actions to the standards of the word of God. It's still the right thing to be gracious. It's still the right thing to be loving. It's still the right thing to be full of faith. It's still the right thing to believe in people. It's still the right thing to have an expectation that God is moving. It's still the right thing to love people. It's still the right thing to gather, even if it's only uh, digitally at the moment in your area. It's still the right thing. And the right thing is just, just so absolutely important that we move and we slide and we stay in the right thing. We live righteously. Righteousness is acting right in relation to God. In relation to God, what's God saying? What's God's directive? So when we, you know, I, I'm going to bring back an old, an old saying, what would Jesus do? Well, not even what would Jesus do, but what would God want you to do? How would God want you to behave in that situation? How would God expect you to behave in that situation? That we come back to right living, right living. You see, we can seek the kingdom of God, understanding that there's things beyond our control, but they're not beyond God's control. And when we seek the kingdom of God, we, we elevate those problems. But we also need to live out our lives in the right way. We still do the right things. You know, I, I'm going to just hit head on something that's just kind of been hitting at me for a while. And, and I, I know this morning, you know, there's, some of us are on screens watching, and some of us are in live, and some people just have stopped showing up on screens. And, and I get that because I hear people say, there's screen fatigue. You know, I'm, I'm tired of looking at the screen. You're right, I am tired of looking at the screen. And there's some days when I'm tired of hanging around people. But, but when I think about it, you know, it's kind of like this. I, I think it's a misguided statement. 
You know, it's, it, I, hear, I hear people say, you know, I get tired of hanging around negative people. The problem isn't the people. The problem is the negativity. Say, well, I'm, I'm getting screen fatigue. Well, let me ask you, what are you watching on the screen? What is it you're viewing on the screen? What is it, you're, what is it that you're spending the rest of the time putting in? You know, there's a, you know, we spend a lot of time in isolation, spend a lot of time scrolling on that, you know, some, it's been called doom scrolling, scrolling down those feeds and picking up all this information and we get around to gathering as a church and say, I'm just tired, I just don't want to do that. But this is where you should be. Because here's where we're going to get some right teaching. Here's where we're going to get some right living. Here's where we're going to get encouraged to live our life, to become who God created us to be. Your Facebook feed isn't going to help you become who God created you to be. Your Instagram feed is not going to help you become who God created you to be. And you're going to get tired of that. And, you know, screen fatigue is, is just not a reason. Oh, come on, I, you know, I, I know I'm likely to offend somebody this morning, but screen fatigue is just not a good enough reason to not show up to church at home. It's Come on, is it that easy for the devil to keep you away from doing, learning to do the right things? Just think about that for a minute. Let's get, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's just keep pushing in on that. Let's just do that. So doing the right thing. We want to do what we were created. We want to become who we were created to become. We need to do the right things. We need to do the right things. We need to live righteously. And so we want to keep doing that. The third thing this morning Third thing in that passage, and, uh, and actually, let me just back up. Let me just share this one other verse. Uh, here's, here's what Isaiah promises us about the right actions. He says in Isaiah 20, 30, verse 21, your own ears will hear him. Right behind you, a voice will say, this is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. God wants to talk to you. God wants to make sure you do the right thing. So live righteously. Third thing, last thing, is this. Third thing, last thing, is, is once we seek the kingdom, we live righteously, and then thirdly, we receive. We receive. See, the thing is, some of us just want to receive. Sometimes we just want to receive before we set ourselves in a place to receive. Sometimes we want to get from God before we've kind of done the things that God wants us to do to be able to do the right thing. Uh, before, you know, we just want to get, get, get from God without any accompanying action. And, and God's not a, God doesn't cater to our spoiled wishes. God just bless me, bless me, bless me. He says, look, you know, there's consequences to how we live. If you're not seeking the kingdom of God, you're going to live in anxiety because you're going to be worried about tomorrow. You're going to be worried about here and now. So when we elevate that, that just takes the load off of it. And when we're, when we're not doing the right thing, we're, we're listening to everybody else. We're just trying to do things to make everybody else happy. When we're doing those things, we're not doing what God's saying in his word. You know, we're not doing those very basic things of just acting like we're Christians, acting like we're, we're created in the image of God. When we're not doing those things, then, then it gets very frustrating. And then we can't expect God's blessing to be in us. But the third thing that, that uh, Jesus says, as he says, so again, in, in uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, and he will give you everything you need. So seek the kingdom of God above else, live righteously, and, or then, and he will give you everything you need. You, you'll get everything you need. Everything you need, the emotional healing, the peace, the sense of God's presence, the provision, the relational connections, the things that you need come after you do, after you seek the kingdom of God and live righteously, the things you need come. 
the things you need come. I'm not trying to make it all conditional, but the fact is there are conditions to God providing what we need. We need to, we need to take some responsibility. We need to take some responsibility. We need to take responsibility for how we live and who we seek. When we do that, God begins to provide. In uh, Isaiah 65 again, Isaiah 65 verse 24, I love this. I love this verse. This is we come near the end of this message. I love this verse. It says, I will answer them before they even call to me. I tell you what, when we're seeking the kingdom of God, when we're living righteously, before we even ask, while they're still talking about their needs, I'm going to go ahead and answer the prayers. I know some of you have had uh, testimony. You've had, you've had reports, and you, you, could, you could share stories about times when you've even just been talking about your need, and, and it's come, and God's provided it. But we can set ourselves up to live that way on a regular basis when we seek the kingdom of God above all else, when we live righteously, and then we, then we begin to receive, then we begin to receive what, we, what you need is on its way. The answer to your worry is already on its way. Hey, I want to tell you today, church, every person watching, those of you listening, I, I just want you to know the answer, the answer to what you're stressing on, the answer to what you need, the answer to your worry, the answer to your problem today is on the way if you're already seeking God and living righteously. The answer is already on, on its way because God heard it, because God cared it, because God's not disinterested in you. I don't know where you are today. I don't know where you are in your life. I don't know where you are in your experience this week. But I want you to know God is for you. He's not against you. This isn't, a, this isn't a, an attack of God against you. God just wants you to become who you were created to be. And God wants going to use the circumstances of your life today. He's going to use the decisions you make to allow you to become the person God created you to be. Maybe you're watching today or maybe later in the week and you've never actually, in fact, uh, come into a relationship with God. You, you, you're curious about God. You, you know about God. You're watching um, you're watching this on uh, the internet today, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube or, or our church at home platform. Uh, you're watching, but you, in reality, you want a relationship with God. You're here because you're looking for a relationship with God. I, I'd love to have you pray a prayer with me. See, Jesus and a relationship with God is, is just a simple request away. Jesus did all the hard work already. He did, he carried all the hard work already for that in our life. And if you're here today and, and you just say, hey, Dave, I, I, I do. I, I want a relationship with God. I really do want a relationship with God. Hey, would you just pray along with me uh, a prayer? And if you mean it from your heart, God hears it and he, and he comes into relationship with you. Dear Jesus, just pray along with me. Dear Jesus, just come into my life. I love you. I thank you for what you've done for me. I really want to get to know you. Why don't you walk with me in life? Thank you for coming into my heart. Thank you for coming into my world right now. I receive you in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we'd just love to be able to help you on that journey. And If you'd uh, take a moment and, uh, and just text the word decide, the word decide to the number. We have a number that just helps us let us keep in contact with you, and it's 778-760-3800, 760-3800. You text the word decide, and we'd just love to have, uh, give you some more information and help you with that. Hey, if you're here today as well, and I just, uh, I'm just thinking about all, 
all of us as we struggle with worry and anxiety and emotions and, and all of the things that, that some days we feel like you can't go forward. I, I just want to pray for you, church. I want to pray this morning. I just want to pray that God would just come to where you are right now, whether you're in the theater at the Grand Ten or you're in your home or you're at the lake or wherever you are right now. I just want to pray that God would come to you and you'd feel the presence of God. So would you just, just let yourself get in a place where you're ready to receive God right now? Maybe you want to just lift up your hands, just open your heart to God. Father, right now I just pray. God, I pray for every person watching, listening, hearing right now. God, I pray that you would come to them and you would meet them right now where they are. Holy Spirit, I'm asking that you would cross the, the distance, you would cross the time barrier, you would cross the, the location barriers, you would cross because you're not, conf- you're not confined to the space like we are, but God, that you would come right now in every home, into, every, into the theater, God, into every, every uh, location where people are watching, God, and you would come with your presence. God, you would come with your goodness and you would fill them with your love and God, you would just take away the anxiety and let them know that you are in control, that you are God, and that you're a good God and the future ahead is even better than we could imagine in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, I want to thank everybody for joining us today and uh, so glad you could be here. If you are new and you'd like to just get connected and know what's going on, we are in a time in our church where stuff is changing quickly and and I, I know that the few of you that are, uh, are the, those of you that are at the theater today, uh, you probably just found out in the last couple of days, and it just unfortunately that's what's happened. Just uh, things have happened rapidly, and communication hasn't always been great. But if you'd like to be in the know, know what's going on in our, uh, the life of our church, we'd love for you, we'd love to be able to keep you up to date. We'd love to be able to keep uh, letting you know what's going on. And if you just text your name uh, to the number on the screen, 778 778- 760-3800, just your name to 778-760-3800, and uh, we'll make sure you are kept up to date and in the know. We'll send out text messages so you know what's going on. Hey, we're so glad for those of you, again, that uh, you, you know, you're part of our church. You've been faithful through this whole time since, uh, since uh, we've been unable to gather as a large group, and you've been giving and uh, faithfully tithing. And I know God's been blessing you, and I just have heard so many great stories how God's blessed and how God's continued to provide for people in church. And part of that is a result of, uh, of your faithful giving. And so uh, if you want to give today, I just remind you that we do use an app called Tithely. And, of course, you can go to our website, c3church.ca, and, and uh, go to uh, the giving uh, the giving uh, link there and give. And uh, we're just so grateful for your faithful giving as we continue to move forward. So bless you. Have a great day. And we'll see you again next week.